Are you a female gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? Hi, hello. I'm your host, Anika, and this is the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and serious peanut butter addict. I love helping women to break through plateaus so you can feel strong, define your curves, and create authentic fucking confidence. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter to you. Learn how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and nail results you can finally keep. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. If you are new here, then welcome. Thank you for choosing to spend your time and your energy and lend me your ears. But if you have listened to one of my episodes before, then welcome back. You would have seen from the title already what we're discussing here. Are fitness influencers and bikini pros making you feel like shit about yourself? Now, I actually had a few lines on this topic jotted down a while ago that I thought, you know what, that might be a good episode to take a little bit of a deep dive into at some point. And I thought today would actually be a perfect time to do that. Now, the reason is because I woke up to a interesting message in my Instagram DMs this morning. So what I'll do is I'll read out the message first and my response to it, and then we'll take a little bit more of a deep dive and go down a couple of different paths around this topic. So the message said, how do you push through when you have negative thoughts about it not being worth it? For example, my worst thing is comparing myself to others. So I'm trying to achieve weight loss and I see whatever celebrity and think, well, no matter what I do, I'll never look like that. So I shouldn't even bother. Any tips to get past that? You can hear from that. That's a pretty deep and loaded question. We've got a lot of comparison going on. We've got some self-worth stuff going on. I feel like we might be a little bit misaligned or lost about what we're actually trying to work towards. So what I'll do is I'll read you what I responded. I said, my question to you is, why do you need or want to look like them? Is that what you actually want? Is your goal to look like them? And I just said, you know, thank you for this. And you've given me a great idea for a podcast episode today. And here we are. So like I said just then, there is obviously a lot of comparison going on. And comparison is an interesting one. You've probably heard the saying before, comparison is the thief of joy. And it's kind of been given this idea that comparison is a negative thing. And I'm not taking that away. It can be. Comparison can be triggering and it can be for good or for bad. Some people find comparison to be a little bit of a a spiral. So maybe you start comparing yourself to something or someone that you've seen online and you start thinking negatively around your body, around your self-worth. Maybe you're comparing your career and your success in your career or your business to what they've achieved maybe financial status, they look more wealthy or they've openly said that they're earning X dollars and you compare that to what your income is. Maybe you're looking at this really happy, healthy, you know, exciting relationship that they post online or maybe it's their family and they've got this beautiful family and the white picket fence and the kids that are all beautiful and cute all of the time and never shit their nappy like every other baby. We obviously know that's not true. But the other 
flip side to this is comparison can be a good thing. In my eyes, comparison can be an inspiration. It can broaden your horizons. It can open your eyes and your mind to what's possible. Instead of looking at what somebody else has achieved in their business, maybe you look at them and go, well, I didn't even think that was possible, but if that person can do it, I can do it too. Same as, you know, the financial or the income that comes with their business or their career as well. It's like, wow, I didn't even think I could earn that much, but maybe that's something that I want to work towards because of the opportunities that that income will give me or the the freedom and the lifestyle that I'll be able to have if I've got X amount of money coming in to support and look after everything else. So it's really interesting, this comparison, right? And I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never been the former where I've compared myself and spiraled and felt shit about things. Obviously, We've all been there, and for some of us, maybe we do swing that way harder than some others, but comparison doesn't necessarily have to be the thief of joy. The thing I want to touch on here is comparing yourself to what you see on social media is never a good idea. We know that social media is the highlight reel of what's going on in everyone's life. Like I said before about the the beautiful relationship, you know, we've all seen the people that post their partner all over Instagram and how in love they are and all of this cute stuff only to a month later they break up and everyone's like a deer in headlights like what the fuck I thought you guys were so happy and you always look amazing and you just went on this massive European holiday or something and it's like no we've actually been miserable for a long time our values don't align we fight a lot this that the other or you know maybe one person cheated on the other or like you know there's stuff going on behind closed doors that a lot of people don't know about. So again, we can't always believe what we see on social media. The person who posts on social media obviously gets the freedom to curate and post whatever they want to post. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. Personally, I can give you a prime example and say, how many of you know that I have type 1 diabetes? You know, there might be some of you that do actually know that. And for those of you that know that, How many of you know actually what I have to do on the daily, on the regular, on the hour to manage that and keep myself um, in control and in healthy ranges and levels? Do you know the severity that comes with me going outside of those levels, especially for a certain period of time? To be kind of extreme, but very realistic about it, if my sugars are too high for too long, this, that, and the other can happen and I can end up being in a coma and it's potentially life-threatening. Like I'm saying it very casual and blasé, but do you know that that's a very real situation for me and I have to spend X amount of time every day checking my sugars and being conscious about the food that I'm consuming and how much insulin that requires and monitoring my levels. And there's so many things that can go into managing those levels and affecting my sugars and everything from my sleep and my stress and obviously food, like I said, and my training and all of these things, the weather, going overseas, traveling, like lots of stuff can affect that. And that's something that I have to manage every single day. Yet you don't see any of that on my social media. So again, like it's really interesting comparing yourself to people's highlight reels. We know it's not always legit. And people could just be straight up fucking lying. Let's be honest. Anybody can be like, oh, I earn this much money. It's like, do you though? Do you really? But anyway, I digress. Going back to fitness influence and bikini pros and your comparison to them and their physique, my question to you, is that actually what you want to look like? Are you actually working towards that? 
do you want to have this super lean physique, this um, higher muscle mass? Do you want to compete? Is that something you're working towards? Like, if it is, cool, go for it. You know, I feel like competing in bikini comps is quite mainstream and common right now. You're literally listening to someone who has competed in three um, years ago, many moons ago, but, you know, I did it as well. And I feel like it's super mainstream now. There's a lot of girls who have done one and done and that's it as for their experience or whatever they wanted to do. But it is quite common and it is at the forefront of a lot of Instagram content now, like we see it everywhere. But do you actually want to look like those people? Be real about who bikini pros are and what they have to do in order to look like that. I don't think people really understand what it takes to look like that. You think, oh, yeah, they train a lot and we are really familiar with the fact that they do have to diet quite hard sometimes and do cardio, etc. But what about the performance-enhancing drugs that come along with that? A lot of bikini pros, obviously in the untested federations, will be on some sort of PD, some sort of, like I said, performing enhancing drugs. Like there's drug protocols that come along with that, whether that be in their growth phase or helping them lean out closer to stage, all that sort of stuff. Like there's a lot of that stuff going on behind closed doors that we know it's there, but to what extent? I can almost guarantee that some of the girls that you're looking up to are doing something like that and you would never know. The other thing is a lot of them will blatantly lie about their drug usage, which is really disheartening for people like you or me who look at them and go, oh, that's just hard work. Well, it's like, no, they had something else going on as well to help them achieve that. I'm not discrediting what they do to get to that point. Obviously, they still do have to train hard and eat really well and manage their food and manage their sleep and their stress and all that sort of stuff as well. But it's a different game when you've got some some drugs in your system as well. They do have to actually be highly accurate with their training and coming closer to stage, obviously their output's going to get higher and they're doing more cardio. Their nutrition's going to be super dialed in. And to be fair, a lot of them probably are quite dialed in with their nutrition all year round. I do know some competitors who choose to track their nutrition all year round and, and track macros all year round because that's what they want to do. That's what they choose to do in order to keep that leaner physique The other thing to consider is their lifestyle. So are they someone that has no kids? They've just got a partner. It's just them and their partner. Maybe they get the luxury of working from home or maybe they're a fitness coach themselves. So they're kind of picking and choosing their hours too. They have a little bit more time freedom to prioritize their own training and prioritize competition preps, etc. Are you in that position as well? So if we consider all of these factors, if we're real about who they are and what they do, and a little bit of privilege that they might have in order to maintain this lifestyle and this physique and compete. Is that you? Are you able to do that as well? Another thing I want to touch on here, which can sometimes be linked to this comparison of other people is, are you really aligned with what it is that you're working towards and what your goals are? So if being a bikini pro and competing isn't something that you want to work towards, and you haven't identified what it is that you are trying to achieve, then obviously it is a little bit easier to fall into this comparison mentality. If you were super aligned with what you want to achieve and what you're working on and your own journey, then you're going to be less likely to compare yourself if you guys are in totally separate lanes working on completely different things. I think it's really important to knuckle down on what it is that you're trying to achieve so that you're not trying to achieve someone else's goal.
or feeling jealous that someone else has achieved something when it's not even in the ballpark of what you're wanting. Because you'd have to sit there and ask yourself, like, why am I jealous of someone having X physique when that's nothing to do with me and nothing to do with what I want? I actually did a post on my Instagram the other day and the topic said, uh, the clients that get the best results do this. And one of the things that I mentioned was focusing on their own damn shit, like what it is that they're working on, what they need to be doing, what their nutrition is, what their training is, what their goals are, like they're focused on where they can improve. They're not looking outside and wondering why everyone else is doing what they're doing. They're focused on their own shit and what they need to be doing, what's applicable and individualized to themselves. They are the clients that often get the best results. Absolutely, we can look at these um, influencers and pros and idolize them or have complete respect for what they've been able to achieve and the physique that they build and at the same time not have it be what we want for ourselves. Isn't that interesting? It's not like uh, it's mutually exclusive and you have to want to look like that person in order to respect it, etc. It's like you can want something totally different and be happy with and appreciate and respect what this other person has achieved in the way that their physique looks. You can have like two totally different pulls happening at the same time here. That often comes from a little bit of time and doing some of this deep dive work into yourself and being honestly grateful for where you're at in your own journey and what you can achieve with your own physique and your own health, which is obviously paramount. When we look at these people and compare and think, oh, why do they get to look like that and I have to look like this? It's like, no, reframe that. You need to do some reframing around your thinking and and think to yourself, I get to look like this. You are your own unique individual. You are super fucking blessed and grateful to be on this planet. You're lucky. I know we can get into, again, this comparison of other people have it worse and In my opinion, that's exactly how I feel. It's like shit could always be worse and I'm actually just fucking happy that I'm alive some days. I want you to consider, although we can see these fitness influencers and bikini pros all over Instagram, you have complete control over what you're exposed to. Okay, I don't like talking in absolutes all of the time. So I'm going to say like 90% because obviously some people are going to share other things on their Instagram stories. So you might, you know, third party get exposed to something. But 99% of the time you have control over what you're exposed to on Instagram. Unfollow the people that make you feel like dog shit. Trust me, you won't notice when their stuff is no longer popping up on your feed. But you will notice now how you respond to seeing that content. You can absolutely go through your followers and remove anyone or even just mute the mute feature on Instagram as a lifesaver, right? I know that you might have like a friend or a family member that you don't necessarily feel like you're able to unfollow them, but maybe you just need to remove your exposure from them for a short period of time and you can just mute their Instagram stories and mute their posts so it's not popping up for you, but you don't feel like you've potentially rubbed them the wrong way by unfollowing them or something like that. But in the context of influencers and bikini pros, absolutely, go ahead and unfollow them. There's so many people that I've unfollowed recently, and it's not a forever thing. Like maybe in future I'll go back and refollow them because I'm in a different space and I'm happy to expose myself to their content again. But again, you have control over that. So 
if you're noticing that you are being triggered or you're getting off social media feeling worse than when you went on, then change your feed. Absolutely change your feed. I'm going to say that it's not always a great idea just to remove yourself from situations completely. Ignorance is not bliss. Maybe this is something that you need to take a little bit more of a deep dive into as well. I think journaling obviously is a great place to start with that and doing, like I said, a little bit of an internal deep dive to figure out why you are being triggered by their content. What is it about their posts that make you feel some kind of way? What is it that you're actually feeling? So name those emotions a little bit more hard. That's a really bad way to say it. Just label your emotions and get it down on paper and actually be honest about what it is and why you're feeling that kind of way. So why does this person's post trigger me the way that it does? What does it make me feel like it means about me? Because think about it this way. Two different people could see that same post and interpret it and take it on board in two completely different ways. So what is it and what is it the lens and your perception of that post and how you're reflecting that back on yourself? Having a bit of a journal about what's coming up for you there can be a really great place to start. But what I'm going to say is obviously getting some external help is super important. I'm really pro-therapy, pro-psychologist, pro-counselors, whoever you choose to seek out. I'm always the first person to be like, do it. I think for a little while there, people think like psychologists as people for someone who has a mental health issue or someone who's going through a traumatic experience, etc. Maybe you're sitting there going, I don't have any trauma, like I've had a pretty good life. That doesn't mean that you aren't allowed to go and see a therapist if that's what you want to do. I often liken it to having a mechanic. Like you don't just take your car to mechanic when your car's fucked and broken down and you're in crisis mode because it's not working. We take it for a routine service every, you know, X amount of Ks or every six months or whatever it is just to make sure everything's ticking along and change the oil and freshen it up and do all those sorts of things. And I think that's really important as well, not leaving it till you're in crisis mode. There's no harm in having two, four, six, eight, ten sessions with a therapist to maybe unpack some of this stuff and see what comes up for you. But I think finding out what you're making this mean about you is going to be a really interesting um, exercise for you to do as well. If you've identified through this episode that although you feel compared and triggered from seeing these competitors, but you've realized that, hey, I actually don't want to look like them, why is it still making you feel kind of some kind of way about yourself? Isn't that interesting? It's like that, like the Instagram message that I got this morning, this person saying, what's the point of me even working on my own health and my own weight loss if I'm never going to look like that? Because if you don't actually want to look like them, why does it matter? Anyway, I'm going to wrap this one up here. I've gone on a few different tangents in and around this comparison, around this bikini pro, around this finding out what's triggering you on social media. There's a few different things that I've touched on here, but hopefully you have taken something away from this. It's maybe made you reflect a little bit more about what you're consuming and the way that it makes you feel. Obviously, if you have any questions or anything that you want to ask me about this topic, maybe there's something I've said that really resonates with you, then I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to slide into my DMs. I am always open and ready to hear what you have to say. 
Also, any topics that you want me to touch on in future are always, always welcome. But otherwise, that's it from me today, guys. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me on Fit Chit Chat. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. And I seriously encourage you to slide into my DMs on Instagram by searching underscore Coach Danica or fitchitchat.podcast. And let me know what part hit home for you. So until next week, bye.